Hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> You've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. And this is Josh. It is Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. Oh, boy. It's not even May 2-4, except it already was. I guess that was yesterday, in a way. Yeah, they call it the May 2-4 weekend because every once in a while it's on 2-4, and it's a pun with beer. Yeah, but now, well, I mean, I'm still out. Today's the last of my six days off. Wow. But, but, yeah, so it's good. Also, I might take tomorrow off. There, you know. Anyway, there's a lot going on. I have. You're to... not gonna remember how to work when you go back. Uh, well, the thing is, like, my laptop is in the mail. I guess yesterday there was a text. It's weird. It's, it's pure later, but yeah. it's from Dell. And so then Dell text your laptop's out for delivery. But I'd been checking like militantly the pure later thing, and it's still just like nothing yet. Like since the 14th, it's just been sitting. But then Dell's like, we shipped it on the 19th. It's out for delivery. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And I was supposed to go out last night, bad movie night. So Emily was home. So it's all good. But then they never came. So it's just weird. I'm like, someone's lying. Where'd it go? Yeah. And I don't know where it is. So now I was like, is it out for delivery today? Or is it out for delivery tomorrow? According to Dell, they think it'll be delivered tomorrow. Despite the fact that they texted and emailed that it's out for delivery <laughs> yesterday. Anyway, so there's a lot going on. So I was kind of like, well, I'm not going to, like, if I can avoid going into work, like, I mean, I'd either work from home or take the day off to not have my new laptop that I didn't even want to buy, but I had to get stolen or whatever. You know, I don't know. I'm sure it needs a signature too. But then it's like, what, now I'm going out to the Pure Later warehouse to sign for this? Like, no, we're not doing that. That's the worst thing in the world. If you miss your package and you have to go three hours from yeah. your house in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's not like going to the local Jean Coutu. I can have stuff yeah. sent there, and it's amazing. Although, the one time then I went to pick up a, an Amazon package from there, and I walked two blocks to my house, and walked by a guy who's like, oh, you stealing packages? <laughs> I, I thought it was a joke. And so I was like, oh, yeah, getting packages. And I was like, wait, he was serious. Like, I'm like, what? it's me. You want to see my ID? I'm like, I don't know you, you know? It wasn't even, I didn't think I looked sketchy, but I mean, maybe I did. That's like, funny. I, sometimes I do, like yesterday while I was waiting for the bus, so I left my house half a block, and my shoes start coming unloose, going loose, I guess, unloose. Anyway, so they were like the short socks, you know, the barely sock, can't see them sock. And they just, as I'm walking, like, I guess my shoes were loose and the socks were small. And so within, God, 20 feet, they were like off my feet. But I, didn't, I was trying to get to a bus. So I, did, I was like, okay, well, I can't stop. So I get to the bus stop. By that point, they're totally off my feet. And then I'm just like leaning over. I've got my hot tea. And I'm all dressed up, got my tea, no socks on. I'm like leaning over the bus stop. And I was like, I must look like such a sketch ball right now. Like I'm taking my no socked feet out of my thing. I'm trying, I was like, I swear, I, you know, I, I'm not a monster. Oh my God. And luckily, no nobody's around and it was fine and also i don't care but i just was like damn socks you're on my list now i've got a delivery coming of a new phone yeah another important thing because gwen's smarter than i am of course and is good getting those deals mm. but buying a phone is never just like here's a phone it's 300 dollars. no you look at the trail of discounts and tricks you have to do and it's like this phone is thirty thousand dollars mm -hmm. but we're giving you a $29,000 discount if you do this and this and this. Yeah. And then you pay $5 a month, and then there's a bonus thing. And you're like, wow, can't you just say it's $100? No. It, it's so complicated. You got to keep on top of it, too. Yeah. Otherwise, like, I got a free tablet, quote unquote, with that. But the thing was like, after two years, you had to cancel the plan that wasn't really a oh, plan, but it was right, a fake right, plan. Right. So they gave me a free tablet plan. 
and I never used the data, never used nothing on that, never opened the I was like, I'm just going to sell this. We all know that. And then I had to, two years later, I did do it on time, thank God. But I'm like, they must prey on so many people that just forget after six months. It's like when you signed up for Shudder so we could watch a couple <laughs> movies, and it was the reverse of that, where yeah. instead of being a trick with your credit card, it was them just continually giving you more time and yeah. being really sad that you weren't signing up. Yeah, we literally needed it for the one thing, then it got yeah. delayed, and we finally <laughs> used it. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm good. I only needed it for that one thing. And then they're like, have another month. I'm like, well, I'd feel weird saying no. Then they're like, after that month, they're like, why not another month? I'm like, well, I don't, I'm not going to use it. It's no offense to you, Shutter. You're doing great work, you know, but come on. How long will this go? Does anybody pay for Shutter or is everyone just uh, have a free month? Someone must be. Hey, our friend Julia was on Shutter on the Chainsaw Awards. Oh, yeah. yeah. Julia and Terry from Horror Movie Survival Guide. Yeah, sorry, Terry. You, you also were on the. <laughs> it's not just, it's nothing personal. Or we're presenters. Yeah. What award did they present? I wasn't even sure. Oh, God. I To be honest, I didn't. I saw the pictures and I didn't even look at the award itself. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I don't have Shutter now because I stopped getting yeah, the free yeah. months. So I don't know. But it looked they I looked saw their great. picture. They were very fancy. Yeah, I was yeah. like, you guys look legit. If it was you and I, I mean, we'd have like garbage bags on or something. <laughs> like we would just look. No, we'd be dressed exactly like this. Nerd t-shirts. And yeah. and we'd look so good probably, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But no that was awesome like you could tell i'm sure they were nervous as hell like or maybe i'm just speculating because i would be nervous as hell but. oh it's cool yeah they're doing really well with various little outcroppings of nerd stuff that they're doing whether mm. it be uh hosting things or curating things or writing and so yeah people stick their nose down at stuff if you don't actually make a living at it you yeah. know and they call it a hobby. And I think that's so <laughs> horrible because how many bands are out there? How many actors are out there? How many artists are out there who make a bit of money off of what they do, but they might have a side job or teach or do other things? Yeah. And so something like Horror Movie Survival Guide, which two friends talking about horror movies, is now leading to them having other stuff. And that happens all the time. You yeah. just kind of stick with it. And, you know... I don't make a living off of comic books, but every time I get a little paycheck, I'm like, oh, wow, look what I did. Yeah, I was going to say, you talking about your funny books, Josh? My funny books. <laughs> You're doing your best with his funny papers. But it's really cool for them. I'm looking forward to sooner or later, I will visit Los Angeles yeah. and get to go and visit those two ladies because they live right in L.A. Mm -hmm. And I want to go to L.A. for various reasons, but I want to go to... SF Sketch Fest, which is north of Los Angeles. It's San Francisco, right? Yeah. I'm not. And then <laughs> I want to go <laughs> to Disneyland eventually, which is south of Los Angeles. You made it seem like it was going to be some rare thing or some weirdo you've never heard of hole in the wall. No, <laughs> no. I want to go to Disneyland. World. Disneyland, my Disneyland. bad, not Disney World. I'm not going to Disney World because, oh, Florida. I don't even, I, I never know what's what. And same with like the Universal Studios. Is there still two of those or is that just one now? I do believe there's a Universal Studios in Orlando okay. and in Hollywood. Okay, yes, yeah. I thought so. I just, I can't keep up with this stuff. And the King Kong ride's probably not there anymore. Although, he's, I wonder. he's back, so maybe. I know that Twilight Zone Tower of Terror became... Guardians of the Galaxy, oh. Tower of Terror. No. I don't know. What? Come on, that's not even. A thing. You couldn't even have done like Tower Heist, like that. It's, yeah, it is something different. They use that same block to yeah. make a new ride. That's a shame. There is a point where there's some rides where God, I wonder. 
Do they still have the Jaws ride at Universal? See, that's... Or it's not even a ride. The Jaws jumps out of the water at you thing? I think they... I want to say they shut that down, but I, I know there was uproar, obviously, because Back of to that. the Future became the Simpsons, I think. Oh, that's... Yeah, they do turnovers. But... Yeah, and, and, and like, something is Harry Potter now. That's Universal. Universal, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, wait, who owns what anymore? So that used to be something cool, and then they changed it to that. So maybe that was the Jaws ride. I don't know. Yeah, and Disneyland and Universal are right next to each other. So if hmm. you go to... Or sorry, Disney World and Universal. So if you go to one, oh. you kind of go to the other. Oh, God. I, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could not imagine. It's twice in one day, like two... I, oh, I it's not die. one day. You got to commit. It's like a military... I may stay on overnight there. Like, no, nah, I need to save my money for the parks. So yeah. is there like... <laughs> there must be a hole in the wall Airbnb right around the corner there that just makes a killing. There totally is, yeah. And at <laughs> Disneyland... There's a strip of hotels that you could stay yeah. at instead of staying in the theme park. Oh, okay. And they're cheaper, I would And hope. they're cheaper, and they're right across the street. Wow. Gwen and I were researching all this because before <laughs> the end times happened, that was going to be our 2020 trip, was to go to Disneyland in Anaheim and go to all the Star Wars stuff. So now, as we tiptoe back to traveling again, that is on our agenda. And we want to try to, because we both have jobs where we could go during off season you know take yeah. vacation time not in the summer because if you go to one of these theme parks in the summer you waste half your time just standing in line yeah it's gross the only silver lining is they do make the lines entertaining like when you're in <laughs> line for the king kong ride yeah. there's movie props and videos playing okay. and there's stuff you know you're not just in a line in a dull hallway or anything they like that they shoot you with like super soakers or something like that or donkey kong throws barrels at you <laughs> yeah. like yeah. they could have so much fun with that but I want to go to Disneyland a lot because, and Disneyland is a little smaller, so it's a little less of a commitment, I think. Okay. And it's right near stuff. Like, I think they're right connected to or nearby the baseball stadium. Like oh, the what? Angels in the outfield. Oh, God. Yeah. Professional team play there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, the, I think I am not a baseball person, but I think they're called the Anaheim Angels okay. or the, the Los Angeles Angels. Los Angeles Angels. Yeah. At least, at least they were. Yeah. I would say I was going to say that, but then I was like, that seems too perfect. And also, like, I would think I should know this, but I. Actually, my brother should know that. He's the one who he travels to baseball parks okay. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do those things. I am not a baseball fan to watch. They have a ridiculous amount of games, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like 160, 80. Wow. Like that, yeah. So I don't have that commitment. But on occasion, when Gwen and I travel, we would hit a baseball stadium just because. And it's cheap. You get into a game for 15 bucks and you get to watch a baseball game in a historical place and it's kind of fun. And you don't care if they win and you don't or care. who loses yeah, or yeah, yeah. wins or whatever. I, yeah, I think it's 162 because it's basically exactly double the NBA season, which, wow. is, which is 82 games. So. And to make it movie adjacent, the Boston Red Sox game we went to was sadly on the heels of the horrible bombing that happened in oh, Boston. And I think it was a year where Boston became good, where they were bad for a very, very long time. Was that when they had to reshoot the fever pitch ending? When they Might remade fever well, pitch? <laughs> this one was the player who is nicknamed Big Poppy. Yeah, of course. And the game we went to was movie magic. They were down a couple runs, and then it was in extra innings. And then their hero player comes up <laughs> to the plate and gets a home run, and they win the game on the home run, and he runs around the bases. And you caught the home run. And I No, I did. But, <laughs> but he tears off his shirt, and he's wearing a Boston Strong t-shirt. So later, Gwen and I watched a movie documentary about that guy, and that footage was in the movie. 
So what, I'm like the game you were at? The game, yeah. Oh wow. So I'm like, oh that blue blur black there, that could be us. <laughs> oh god. Man, that's great. Who were they playing, you know? Oh guys, yes, yeah, the funny thing. I do not remember. <laughs> I do not remember. <laughs> Someone But else. it was a really movie moment where they were down in extra innings and then their hero player comes up and strikes one and strikes two and then hits a home run. But he's this big giant guy. Yeah, he's huge. He barely made it around the bases. <laughs> like he doesn't need to, really. His like, whole job is to just hit that home run. That's the thing. Like, if he doesn't get the home run, he's kind of screwed. It's got to be hard hit or just you're done. You're yeah. not getting so any singles. So if you see that movie, look for Gwen and I in the stands wow. <laughs> of the 40,000 other people who are there. Jeez, that's 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 pretty huge. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. But it's fun to do that kind of stuff. But I do not have the commitment. That's the movie thing with sports. I really like sports movies, whether it be something more dramatic like Sam Raimi's For the Love of the Game. Which is underrated, I'm going to say. Like, it's not yeah. perfect, but, you know, it's pretty... I mean, like, John C. Riley, like, yeah. is so good in that, and that's before really anyone knew who he was. And some of the writing is a bit eh, but... And it's pretty long. I think it's like two and a half hours almost. Or, like, it's anything Kevin Costner, right? Where it's like... Yeah. Bull Durham or Tin Cup or kind of more classic stuff like Slapshot. So I really like, like... Come on, come on. Say Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. You're, really, you're killing me here. You were on the <laughs> yeah. cusp and then you're not saying... You know, Kevin Costner's famous movies like Tin Cup. <laughs> like, come on. I really get into a sports movie. It could be like Edge of Your Seat, even though it's fake. Yeah. Even Rocky. I remember seeing Rocky for the first time and not knowing the ending. Yeah. Or a documentary... This is a good example of how much I don't know sports. Back when it came out, When We Were Kings, the Muhammad Ali documentary, I didn't know the outcome of that match. And so it really was this exciting movie to watch. And you don't know who's going to win. We really need to do a side podcast of what Josh doesn't know about sports. It's just everything, basically. Yeah, just pick a subject. Yeah, you're like, I'm pretty sure the Blue Jays won uh, one time, maybe twice. Today's episode, cricket. (laughs) Wayne Gretzky. People I've heard of. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan. We're about done here. Wayne Gretzky was in the Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, oh, true. Pro All-Stars? Pro Stars. Pro Stars. You gave him a a little extra, you know, there. But yeah, same difference. Well, I mean, yeah, so when you were a kid, you knew more about sports maybe than you do now. I did too, because when you're a kid, you kind of just, to hang out with your dad, you know, you pretend to like hockey. I I was into (laughs) hockey for a while, but... Man, I don't know anything now. I just said this the other day. We were talking about how briefly it looked like Deadpool was going to buy the Ottawa Senators. Oh, that's the saddest thing. Like, and now they, it's they not. bungled that. Oh, God. Not to whatever. Like, it's none of my business. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the ladies who inherited the team can do whatever they want. But, oh, my God, you dropped the ball. I'm going to say it. Like, you had a dude who wanted to be here who was going to be huge for Ottawa. A Canadian icon. Oh, my God. And instead, you're like, no, we're just going to get the most money and not really care at all about this uh, team. And a guy who's doing all kinds of charitable stuff. Oh my God. And there was talk of this domino effect of then he might shoot a movie here or yeah. open up a film studio here. Well, and they had his partners, like there was a bunch, like Farm Boy was one of them. His partners were going to work on Canada and expand that. They weren't right. just going to leave it. They as, were going to abandon Canada. That's the thing. Like they were going to build that up to be a thing. They were going to develop downtown. They were going to like just, oh, they bungled nightmare. this so, so bad. I cannot believe it. Whenever stuff like this happens, it shows you that just rich people don't care. No, and, and <laughs> like, that's, and, but the other thing too, the other side of the coin is it's none of our business. Like, I mean, they yeah. own this; they can do whatever they want. Yeah, and they I did mean, not break any laws. No, that's the thing. It sucks, but at the same yeah. time, it's like on the one hand, I'm like, why should they care about the team? Like, it's like maybe their dad really cared about the team. Yeah, maybe he didn't. Well, seemingly, he really cared about the team. Yeah, and whatever, you know, they're probably gonna cash in and move to Florida or whatever, and it's Bahamas. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, who cares? That's none of our business. But 
as two people you know who live in Ottawa who love Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Come on, like, that would have been very very cool. You know, apparently Snoop didn't win either, and I don't think the weekend won either. Apparently, it's just the richest dude. So cool. see, that's why that's one of the big reasons I kind of fell out of sports is if you just watch for fun, you'll watch a baseball game every once in a while, or people who go to a football party where they just watch the Super Bowl, but they don't care about either team. But when you get into sports, it seems that every once in a while you get to be happy. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's just sad, 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 sad. Yeah. And you get brief bursts of excitement game to game, mm-hmm. but just mathematically. Yeah. Like, how long has it been since the auto Senators were good? And we haven't even won a cup <laughs> since mean. the old days, right? Yeah. Like, well, I think it was like 2007 when they were in the finals. Right. And then they lost to Anaheim, but shouldn't have. They just, Anaheim was, basically were dirty players. And I mean, you know, I might be biased, but they were just not, I don't know. We should have won. But I just remember, yes. I remember the sadness. Anyway, you know, so sports, sports. Thing. <laughs> I mean, I know, you know, yeah, and it doesn't affect us either way, whatever happens with that. But yeah, as a movie theater, had Ryan Reynolds been in oh, all Oh, he would have come to the Mayfair. <laughs> oh, come on, people. Yeah. So there's that. I guess all I care about is like they don't move the team because even though I don't really care, you know, a lot yeah. of friends are big fans and that would suck. So I didn't even know that was a possibility. I well, guess so, eh? Well, I mean, supposedly it's, it's baked into the contract that the team not be moved. But, you know, I can't trust anyone these days. We'd be a regular Quebec Nordiques. You know, I know bring sports. Them back. I know sports. <laughs> See, that's someone joked that they were like Ryan Reynolds should bring back the Nordiques, and I'm like, I'd be into that too. Yeah, I don't think it's quite the childhood memory he was hoping for, but hey, oh. can't afford the leaves. Poor, super rich and talented and handsome Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, is he ever gonna land on his feet? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't this affluent man ever have a break? Uh, okay, so. Sports aside, let's hop in and start talking about the movies we are screening the week of Friday, May 26th. This is funny because last week, just a little bit of behind the scenes, was the first week in forever that I didn't put a trailer at the end for something we were screening. Oh, yeah. Because new trailers don't have the voiceover guy. Hmm. So one of our movies coming up, The Worst Ones, the trailer, (sighs) nobody says... The worst ones. I thought you meant the movies we're playing. The worst movies. The worst movies. ones. No, I'm no, like, no. That, that sounds just, awesome. I should have said Eight Mountains, but there, there's <laughs> I nobody. Known what that is there's nobody who says coming soon. The Eight yeah. Mountains. Whereas movie trailers, I'm thinking kind of. It's been a while, like mid '90s or before. All had the voiceover guy. Yeah, yeah. Post that. So last week, I ended up putting in a trailer for Sign of the Times because mm-hmm. we mentioned that movie in our conversation. True. This week will be two weeks in a row where we don't have a retro movie. So just kind of a funny chain of events. Oh, my God. Please tell me there is a For Love of the Game trailer. With no. The- yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll see. I'll see. <laughs> it writes itself. So this week, as I just mentioned, we have a Ottawa premiere of a movie called The Worst Ones. Okay. This won the Certain Regard Award at Cannes. And a, was is that a, a real award? <laughs> Certain yeah. Regard? I wonder if that translates better in French. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to look into that. You always say like these Cannes Awards that I know are real. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I'm like, it sounds like you just said that, like the Golden <laughs> made it up. Handle Award. And you're like, okay, these aren't No, real. remember when I said that they have a Queer Palm Award? It's and- true. Actually, I forgot, but yes, I do now remember. And we were both impressed. Like, good for them. Yeah, that's awesome. So anyhow, this movie is a, from what I understand, it's a reality documentary kind of blur. Mm-hmm. A group of teenagers from the same neighborhood are selected to act in a feature film during the summer so it's about how horrible 
filmmaking is to it's almost like the simpsons joke you know so it's not a like dark drama or anything but it just shows how these kids are kind of used in the making of a movie and i think it blurs reality and documentary of the actual kids making a movie and we (laughs) see the footage they shot and the documentary stuff is it kids shooting the movie too or no no sorry it's actual filmmakers okay i thought so they come into a town audition a bunch of kids right takeover so it looks really interesting so that huh. is our ottawa premiere this week we oh, have a nice cool. a nice highbrow award-winning film right next up the other one i mentioned is called the eight mountains queer palm winner no oh. can jury prize award oh, winner okay, okay. That that's a little real. bit easier to understand i think that's real yeah and it is an epic journey of friendship and self-discovery set in the breathtaking Italian Alps. Ooh. I have heard one thing interesting is that this is a platonic Brokeback Mountain. Okay. So it's two guys not romantically involved, but having a long-term troublesome relationship where there's ups and downs okay. and where they break up and become friends again in the surroundings of the mountains. Like a heterosexual life mate. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. That's what me and my friend Paul always, you know, joke about being because it's like we've, we've known each other that long, and it's just you yeah, know, we still bicker. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's hilarious that it was like Brokeback Mountain. That was just one mountain. We've got eight mountains. <laughs> Take on this that, yeah. Brokeback. I remember Brokeback Mountain, and that was the year. I don't usually remember awards. But that was the year that not David Cronenberg Crash won Best Picture. Oh, man. Which I don't usually like to be negative about this kind of stuff, but I stand by that is the worst movie ever to win Best Picture. (laughs) And that those gay cowboys were robbed because I really thought Brokeback Mountain was great. And if you look back that year, I totally forget what the other three nominees were. (laughs) But the other four were all really good movies. And then Crash won, and I don't think that holds up to the test of time. Even at the time, it wasn't good. Sandra Bullock, it's like, oh, she did something slightly different from the every role she always plays. Yeah. Throw Oscars <laughs> at her. You're like, I mean, she was good, but it's it was just, yeah, she was just a racist. Like, I'm like, it wasn't that hard. Uh, I do not uh, like that movie. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, even, the, yeah, that's just, there's these movies like, I don't know, like Life is Beautiful, where it's a bit corny at times, but you're like, okay, I see what you're doing, all right. But then there's ones like that where you're just like, I don't think you've earned this thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, the only thing I remember about that movie in a positive sense is that they filmed some of it near Paul, my heterosexual life mate's house. <laughs> and he told me, he was there's like a car chase kind of thing near the beginning of the movie. And he's like, oh yeah, that's uh, right near my house, you know? Cool. <laughs> so that's what I remember from that movie. Yeah, not that good. Not that good. Then a movie we're both, I think, pretty excited about. It is called Sizu. Oh, yeah. And it's a Finnish yes. war movie that is supposed to be brutal. Yeah. But not brutal in the sense of some of these war movies where it's about some poor kid in a concentration camp or something and it just makes you horribly depressed afterwards. Yeah, I think it's more like cartoonish, over-the-top revenge. Yeah, this is, I heard, a little bit more akin to Inglorious Bastards or various Grindhouse movies where this is a soldier who's just been through hell and then he's with a dog and they kill a bunch of Nazis. Yeah, it's basically John Wick killing Nazis. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much, but finished. And unlike some of these war movies that depress you, it's not three hours long. It's like 90 minutes and I hear it's just, here's your story, here's some cartoonish action, here's revenge, you cheer for the hero, Nazis are bad. Yeah. And there you go. Pretty much all English too, interestingly. Like the Nazis speak English. Oh, I, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm not sure if there's a dubbed version and a subtitled version but maybe, from what maybe. I can see from like the trailers and all that it seems like they just all speak English oh. which is somewhat hilarious so it's a Finnish movie about Germans and a Finnish guy 
All speaking English. Oh, and I'm going to forget this now, but the guy has directed a couple of cool movies that we screened both of them. Yeah, Rare Exports is Rare the Exports. big one. The father from Rare Exports is the star of this oh, movie. Oh, cool. And Rare I, Exports I, I would imagine other people from that movie are probably in it. If And the other right. one was the Sam Jackson is it the one where he was like, is he the president? Yeah, Sam Jackson's president. His plane crashes and he meets up with a kid and they have an adventure. Yeah, and I, I totally forgot about that movie. But yeah, I know the one you mean. I always forget that he did that. But Rare Exports is like Rare a Exports December watch yeah. every every year for us. It's just, it's so good. And the father's amazing. This movie, I don't think I've seen a bad review for the for Zisu, you know. And no. Like, and, and just everyone involved. It looks so, I mean, you got to be in the mood for, uh, you know, Nazi killing over the top. <laughs> we know it's hilarious. So... Ontario does not have a rating system, yeah. so there is no rating. You can come to this movie. But what we will often do is we will look at what Vancouver has rated a movie and just steal that and slap it on just to give people a rough idea of yeah. what it's rated. So in the States, this is a hard R. In other parts of Canada, it's 14A. So it's so funny how more laid back Canada is than other places where you're like, ah, that's fine. I'm pretty sure a guy gets a knife through his head. Yeah, <laughs> that's in the trailer. Yeah, like, so I mean, it's, that's cool. Like, I mean, at 14, I would have loved the hell out of this movie. But I do like that we don't have a rating system in Canada anymore because it just means that, as it happened recently, parents can bring their kids to something like Evil Dead. And not four-year-olds, but 15-year-olds. Yeah, well, and it's sort of funny you say that because uh, my niece was telling me that she's in, I think, her last year of high school, and they had the option to audit a week of a Carlton U course. Okay. And so every kid got to pick a course, whatever, and so she picked post-apocalyptic cinema. What? And I was like, <laughs> are, are you kidding me? That's just, all right, so every day they watched a movie. And so I was like, oh, what did you watch? And I'm just like salivating to like yeah. hear about this stuff. It was all bangers, obviously. Yeah. The one was the animated one that was not the Wind in the Willows, but the one that's like post-apocalyptic, and it's all sad, and it's like the old couple... Um, Oh, yeah. I can never remember the name yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Um, and they watched like Le Jete and, you know, various, but they ended with Train to Busan. And, oh, okay. And so the thing is like the teacher, because these were all 13 to 17 year olds, I think. Yeah. They, they had to be PG-13 movie. Oh, wow. Supposedly. And so they watched Train to Busan and I was like, was Train to Busan PG-13? Because I, I I don't know, man. They should have watched Shaun of the Dead. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I guess they were, I don't know, they were trying to avoid comedy, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming. I think they had a choice between, there was a choice between two, and like the one they didn't, oh, they didn't pick Rack, like R-E-C. Okay, yeah. And they, instead they watched something else, I can't remember. But the one they watched was good too, and, and I was like, you know what, to be honest, Rack would have destroyed you, it would have wrecked you. Yeah, what a heavy year though. We're, we're gonna watch really, a, though? We're gonna watch a bunch of end of the world movies and write papers on it. And literally, I mean, and that was just the week that was appropriate for kids, so I can only imagine the R-rated stuff oh, they were like but that class sounds incredible and i guess the guy just got yeah. his doctorate or whatever you know and so he's doing this stuff and i was like that class sounds awesome if i had nothing but free time and we all lived for 300 years i would just take a bunch of random courses like yeah. whether it be here's one about dinosaurs or here's one about ufos seriously and they watched that other cartoon with the big blue aliens not forbidden planets but fantastic planet fantastic planet yeah yeah and so just they're watching all these weirdo stuff, and she's just sort of like, this is all weird to me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I can't wait till you grow up a bit more and I show you all this crazy crap. So then the last new film we have this week is a insanely acclaimed Canadian film. It won 12 awards what? at the Canadian Screen Awards. Good it's Lord. called Brother. And I think of interest to you. Oh, boy. So the plot is Son of Caribbean Immigrants. Face questions on masculinity, identity, and family amid the pulsing beat of Toronto's early hip-hop scene. Oh, what? what? And it's supposed to be filled with music and much oh, music stuff God. and underground bars. Holy. And it's got a 100% top critic, 100% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Oh my God. And various high reviews. RogerEbert.com said, a small Canadian drama that I hope gets very, very big. This movie deserves your attention. That so, soundtrack must be banging. Like so, Maestro Fresh West, throwing some rascals, even though they were from Vancouver. You know, Yeah, so I, I thought reading this sentence before it got to the end, you'd be like, okay, it's a story about immigrants. That sounds good. And then, bam, hip hop. <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's crazy. Because that would have been like prime me growing up time. Yeah, <laughs> and all the yeah, Chocolaires probably on there. I'm like maybe even some swollen members starting to get a little later. Oh yeah, know, yeah, but, yeah. You know, I mean, I've heard of this movie because you posted about it, but yeah, not, I hadn't heard of it. Not Toronto's hip hop scene, but would Tom Green's band be in there? Ooh, maybe because yeah, that would be about that time period. That was like '97. Yeah, I yeah. think I feel pretty confident in that. That's the thing, like because like they say Toronto, but I would imagine there's some bleed over from Goes out Ottawa, to... Vancouver, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Moncton. Just throw that out there. <laughs> it's probably from someone from Moncton. When I saw we got this movie and read what it was. I thought, I know someone who likes that music. But that, that trailer must have some like good stuff in it, I would assume. Yeah. And Lee has seen it and he said it's great. So. And Lee said that. Lee like, said he's that. He's not like a hip hop head. Lee does not listen to music. No. Like, <laughs> Unless it's a Star Wars soundtrack. <laughs> I was going to say, like, he knows the Weird Al Star Wars track. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's about it. That's what he blares as he's driving down the highway in his convertible. Yeah. I, I mean, I will say, like, I've been in his car and he's played some surprisingly good stuff that you wouldn't expect that he just happens to hear somewhere or someone tells him about or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't understand your life but i love it yeah <laughs> so then the older films we have this week the classics that we are playing is we have rocky horror picture show on friday may 26th huge and saturday night cinema on saturday may 27th oh boy it's a little bit earlier it's 11 15 p.m oh we love those and lee said to let people know it is a extra special 35 millimeter presentation and i know what it is Eric doesn't, and I can't tell you what it is, but what? it's pretty cool. That's I can tell you, but I just got to cut it out. Okay. I was thinking, like, I refuse to tell you even after the podcast. Even like, after what, the podcast. Why did Lee say that? Because like, I said no Eric. the one time, and now he won't even tell me what cinema is. No, I can tell you later. But so okay. for those who don't know, on the off chance that you're listening for the first time to this, Saturday Night Cinema is our free-for-members, members-only secret presentation. Often it is grindhouse movies yeah. or weird old drive-in stuff. Every once in a while, it's something a little more mainstream. And then I think this one is happening just because Marcus, our projectionist, got a 35 millimeter that fell off the back of a truck. Huh. And so they're going to test it out and let everyone watch. That's cool. That's fun. Yeah, like cinema, you, it's rarely a good quote-unquote movie. Yeah. But sometimes it is. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that's that's the unpredictable one. Like with me, you know, if I'm presenting it, it probably won't be a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> but with Lee, yeah, you know, so th that's fun. He was actually supposed to be on the podcast today, so he could probably hint a little more but he's it's not so here. hard i don't know how people do podcasts that have guests every week yeah it's impossible because just getting the schedules together mm -hmm. and even if you're doing it like lee couldn't do it at all even if we were doing it on zoom because he's running around doing a bunch of errands and stuff plus like could you imagine the nightmare of trying to get a word in or yeah vice versa yeah like, it's like <laughs> we're waiting for, he just goes you know so yeah no i like doing stuff in person just because it's there i don't know conversations are better you can feel the room a bit better yeah doing them over zoom editing is easier because if you talk over each other you can move stuff around a bit yeah but yeah so maybe next week lee will be here no promises but we'll see you said that last week so we'll i did say, we'll lies see that goes. lies but yeah so that's our films for the week of friday may 26 so four new films and then rocky horror and saturday night cinema just got a phone call before eric showed up today asking about advanced tickets and sometimes you get a bit ahead of the game but 
usually we program Friday to Thursday. Mm-hmm. We're just a little mon pa organization. So we just do all this stuff ourselves. So sometimes advanced tickets go up as late as Tuesday, sometimes a little earlier. But the harsh reality is this time of year, very few things sell out. But some people just are comfortable getting those advanced tickets. But they're always there at least a couple days before the show. I'm going to get them up later this afternoon on a Tuesday. So if they're not there, they'll be there soon. Yeah, really just Saturday morning cartoons. Yes. You'll, you'll want your tickets for that. Yeah, this is, it's funny. Not funny. Summer is our bad time of the year. And <laughs> it's, it's not funny at all. It's not funny at all. <laughs> what the hell? We still do fine. We still get by. For example, Renfield on Sunday was 70 people. Oh, all right. That's Yeah, good. which is more than I thought. Yeah. But summer is just people are on vacation. Even the tail end of school, university kids are busy studying their brains out. Yeah. We got summer blockbusters to distract people. So very rarely going to sell out except for kind of big events like maybe if we have a silent film live Mm. band or Saturday morning cartoons. But even Rocky Horror will do very well for us. It might do 150 people, but it won't do 325 people. No. We would like it to. Except in October. That's about it. That's when it'll do that. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, and I wanted to mention I saw Bo is Afraid. Oh, right. And it's a three-hour movie. (laughs) I don't know what to say about it, (laughs) but I will say I was completely entertained. It completely had my attention. You weren't bored at any time. And I did not look at the clock. And when the end credit came up, I was like, oh, wow, that was three hours. And he could look at the clock. It's glow in the dark. There's a clock here. He easily could have looked. So everyone in the theater was very entertained as well. It was one of those ones where people were sitting or standing in the lobby discussing it Mm -hmm. and not in a negative way. And, you know, I don't think this spoils anything, but it's almost just like a guy has a really bad day yeah and there's violent comical slapstick moments so i don't know but it's it's not a horror film and i'm very interested to see how it rolls out how Mm -hmm. history treats it because hereditary and midsummer you can describe them they had a plot this one was much more kafka and abstract and it kind of looks like that from the trailer like you can you kind of know what to expect i guess but i was so glad to watch it with a crowd on the big screen it was super fun and i'm looking forward to what ari aster does next yeah i almost came out but then i didn't i i was thinking of doing the gourd and uh, bow double bill oh yeah and then it was raining and i was busy and i was like yeah i'm not gonna- oh it was really <laughs> raining that was hailstorm day yeah that was brutal yeah but I anyhow was thinking so- about you don't worry i was like boy i'm glad i'm not at the mayfair theater <laughs> as always talking about movies that you can't see here anymore but we want to Tip our hat to them because we screened them and they were good. Yeah, and we want the next one. So yeah, yeah. like us. So thanks for listening, everybody. You can find out more information about us at MayfairTheater.ca and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We will be back next week to talk about more movies we are screening this summer. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. And now maybe we're going to maybe watch a Cage movie, maybe? Maybe with a Dracula in it. And pizza? Yay. Woo. <laughs> After 19 years in the big leagues, 40-year-old Billy Chappell has trudged to the mound over 4,000 innings. But tonight, he's pitching against time. He's pitching against the future, against age, against endings. Tonight, he will make the fateful walk to the loneliest spot in the world, the pitching mound at Yankee Stadium, to push the sun back up in the sky and give us one more day of summer. Universal Pictures presents How do you like to be kissed? 
how does this work, Billy? Little boys buy cards with your picture on they, them. They buy those for the gum. of the game. So are you my mom's boyfriend? I'm not sure. But you slept with her.